MailChimp presents. Clusters aren't always a bad thing. Like a cluster of stars in the night sky, or those crunchy little clusters in your cereal. But you know what's never good? A clustomer. A clustomer is what happens when marketers group customers with very different behaviors into one big messy audience. Like when someone receives a new customer coupon code, but they're already an existing customer. Intuit MailChimp can help. They offer email marketing personalization tools that help marketers send product recommendations and discounts based on behavior data, turning your customers back into the unique customers that they are. Intuit MailChimp, the number one email marketing and automations brand. Based on competitor brands' publicly available data on worldwide number of customers in 2021 and 2022. I think maybe Kelsey Liu is from an entirely different planet than the rest of us. A planet where there exists an idea that we can be full of peace, love and curiosity without sacrificing determination, strength and fierce and unrelenting talent. I sat down with Kelsey Liu to talk about her latest single, a collaboration with Eve's Tumor, titled Let All the Poisons That Lurk in the Mud Seep Out, and her path to becoming one of the most exceptional and exciting songwriters of her generation. Quick disclaimer, Eve's uses both the he, him, and they, them pronouns, and during this episode, you'll hear us refer to Eve by both. You come from North Carolina and I couldn't help but notice, you know, as I said, I was speaking with Rhapsody. She, too, is a North Carolina woman. And and then I started like I got obsessed with North Carolina and the music scene there. And I was looking, I kept on shouting out to my husband who's in the kitchen. I was like, oh, my God, George Clinton's from North Carolina. Oh, my God. Nina Simone, Thelonious Monk, John Coltrane, Tori Amos, you know, like amazing artists that come from your state. And yeah. here you are. Yeah. I think, you know, North Carolina has a rich history of black artists, um, black musicians that I think just the history of the South itself when it comes to America is thick. And when you're channeling, some of us are open and attuned to those channels and they catch flight. And I feel like I'm open to those. And I allow that to sort of move me um, through my music making. And all of those people that you said and Rhapsody included, I, I feel that a lot. I was reading actually about you and you saying, you know, I'm very invested in black art and very invested in that story, which I thought was really powerful and exciting. And your generation are so much more evolved than ours. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's a an evolution of survival, right? We've been given the narrative of what we are supposed to see ourselves as or what history has been told that we are supposed to know about, but it's been very piecemealed and very um, told by people that aren't us. Yeah. And so then it's like, oh, okay, right. Like all along, we've had our voice and now is the time for us to get together and raise that shit up and, yeah. um, you know, speak for ourselves, have the joy, have the, have, have all of that, you know? Yeah. Rewrite the script. 
So when you were growing up, I know that you were basically playing uh, classical music from the age of five. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I've been playing it for a long time. Um, Did you ever get to play in an orchestra? Yeah. Oh, I played in I played in a lot of orchestras. Um I played in like all the school orchestras. I played in like one of my um, sizzling strings. It's like a community orchestra in Charlotte. And then there was like Charlotte Symphony Junior Youth Orchestra and then Charlotte Symphony Youth Orchestra. Okay, you're showing off now. (laughs) 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 Not to to like, you know, boast or anything. No, 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 no. I mean, it's funny because thinking about when I think back on those, on like those times and I I was always a bit of a like rebel and sort of just like I was the symphony clown. Like I would make everyone laugh, you know, when the conductor would be like turn his back on the cello section, I would be like making the second violin section laugh. And I would just be like messing around all the time. But I would still be I would still be sitting fresh chair, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, amazing. But I think Um, that it was just like, I found joy in it. You know, it was really fun for me. And a lot of people were there because they're like, this looks good for my college resume. This like, I'm doing this because my parent wants me to do this. Or like, I'm just doing this because. And then there were some people that were there because that's what they wanted to do. But I was just like, it was so much fun for me. So I mean, I feel like I've only got an hour with you, so I feel like I have to fast forward because I need to get to our song, which is uh, Let All the Poisons That Lurk in the Mud Seep Out, the song you've picked for the jump, which you have made with Eve's Tumor, mm-hmm. who is this extraordinary artist unto themselves. But I wanted to know how this collaboration came about. Um, well, we've been friends for for some time. Did you meet in Los Angeles? Yeah, yeah, in L.A. At the time, I was touring Blood, and I was in L.A., and I was just, I don't know, fucking around in my room. And he sent me just, like, this really simple loop, this, like, cello loop. And it was just really beautiful. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to open this, this thing he sent me. And... And I just started, I don't know, I just like caught wind of something. And I just was like rolling around the floor. I was rolling around some wine, um, <laughs> dragging the mic into the bathroom while I'm peeing, which is in the song. Um, you peeing is on the song? Mm-hmm. See, I knew this story, but I didn't catch the peeing. I'm going to have to go back and listen to it. <laughs> so it's a form of a field recording then. Yeah, and which is something that I love. I mean, I love incorporating um, field recordings and different sounds into the fabric of and textures of music. Before I started making Blood, there was time I, I went to Alaska and took some recordings of the uh, glaciers and mm. the waters and running between the crevices of, of the glaciers. And so I ended up using that in, in the record. So I love doing that already. But yeah, this song, like, a lot of it just came... I didn't write any of the words down. Um, it, all, it all came very stream of conscious. Dark down 
At that point in time, we were both in LA. I was off of the road. I think he he was on, and then we both were there at the same time. But he wasn't there with me. He sent me something. It was just like, oh, I made this thing, and I thought of you. Here's this. Here's this loop. And they had the temerity to send you your own primary instrument. Is that not weird? <laughs> <laughs> Boom. You know what? You're so right. And, he, and, and you know what? They would do that. They would do that. And it's something where I just like, when, I sent, when, when they sent it to me, it's not, they are maybe the only person that would do that, that I wouldn't side eye. I wouldn't be like, what the fuck? I just laughed. Because <laughs> I know it's not anything like. <laughs> well, they're they're a kind of a provocateur anyway, right? I mean, you listen to their records and it's like, wow, like it's coming from an entirely different mindset. I think uh, it is incredible. Bl- literally blew me away. I was like, wow, if, this is like um, just extraordinary, extraordinary work. Again, like you, very g- sort of genre bending and filled with ideas and incredible musicianship. And I, I was. I had never heard of Eve Tumor before you, Kelsey Lou. Um, really? And now, yeah, and I, I have to thank you for introducing me to such a phenomenal artist. I feel very similar to you. And the first time I ever heard them, I was like, I've never heard anything like this. And I'm so happy that I'm listening to something I've never heard before. And they exist mm. in my timeline. And like, that's amazing. a Ptolemus record or was it just you singing? No, it was just me singing. And I and I feel like, yeah, which is really exciting for me. I mean, it's like I'm more than just a cellist. I am more. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, just, I mean, being able to have a moment where I'm doing something other than that. Did you just shape the vocal around the cello loop or did you was the track fleshed out more before you sent your vocals in um so i did some additional production over it it started off like well it was the cello loop and um it was just kind of like the same thing going over and over and then i added some guitar um over it just kind of like little like arpeggiated trills um and then the vocal the at the end is like da 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 you said what Eve's did with my vocals is so different from what I sent him. And also the way that he produced my vocals, I had it for, in on my end when I first did it, I was kind of drowned myself in like reverb and my voice was kind of more deep in the mix than to the forefront. And then 
it had been a long time, maybe like a year or something from the first time that I sort of put something together and formed a, a song out of the loop that he sent me. And then he was like, hey, like, can you send me the stems? Because I want to actually try and finish this. Um, and I was like, yeah, let's finish it for sure. And then when he sent me what he did, I was like, what the fuck? My vocals were so close. And I was like hearing myself for the first time in a new way. I was like, oh, I sounded like that? What? <laughs> That's so interesting and really cool that I can feel surprised by my own voice now. Mm. And is that why you picked this song? No, I think I picked this song because, well, it is the most recent song I've put out. And so it is taking a step in a new direction because we're constantly evolving. Yeah. But, I mean, speaking for myself, I'm one for evolution and change and growth. And I know I'm never going to stop. And yeah. I, I, embrace, I embrace that. I embrace being taught. I embrace learning. I embrace being told when I'm wrong. And then when he sent it back and I heard my voice in this whole new way that I'd never heard before, that was a growth. That was a change. Mm. And that was surprising. That was surprising for me. like such a gift you know yeah to be able to feel surprised by yourself like by by something that you did yeah that's what you hope for right yeah for me the song is about taking risks and living dangerously but also embracing you know the demons that pull you in and lure you into the dark side if you if you want to say the dark side but also going there, you know, like mm-hmm. fucking going manic, like, and embracing that and all the parts of you that make you whole and that you turn you into this, like, mutant or you, like, bend yourself backwards and morph into all these shapes. And really, it's just embracing your nature and the depth that lies within yourself. Listen, I feel like I've taken up enough of your time. I wish you so much like love and, and wonder in your life. And it's been a joy speaking with you. And I really could keep you here for hours. I shan't. 
Um, I thank you deeply for giving me your time and consideration. Yes, thank you. It's been such a pleasure to speak to you. You too. You're such an icon, so it's been <laughs> really... <laughs> well, I appreciate that coming from you. So much love to you, Kelsey Lou. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Good luck. Lots of love. The Jump is hosted by me, Shirley Manson, and is produced by Dan Gallucci. The Jump is an original series from MailChimp, produced in partnership with Little Everywhere. Dan Gallucci and Jane Marie are the executive producers. The Jump is mixed by Mike Richter. Original music composed by Rishikesh Hirway. And a very special thanks goes to our wonderful booker, Mara Davis. <laughs> <laughs>